y'all watched uh, The Big Short before? Love it. No? No. I, Zach, you need to watch it. One of the most frustrating parts of that movie for me is the scene where they go to the strip club because it immediately made it where I couldn't show it to kids when I was teaching. <laughs> and it's a phenomenal film. Yeah. But anyways, it is, yeah. dude. I, that was the first, I watched it for the first time like a month ago. And it was like, oh, crap. Like, it just got wheels turning. So I started to... Like research a little yeah. bit. What's going on, like what's going on with mortgage delinquency rates? And I pulled out. This is just. Oh, is that with Steve Carell? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I I've seen uh, clips of that. Like where he's like it, talking it, to people. Watch it. He's talking to people and he's like, like yeah, we just give them out loans. I mean, they come in, yeah. barely speak English, loan. Yeah, and I, yeah, and he's like, so yeah, yeah. I I I've seen clips on YouTube. Yeah, and the and like the scene from the strip club. The stripper has like. Seven homes. Yeah. He's like, well, what do I do if I... Uh, what about all if I my can't, homes? If you can't refinance, you're like, well, you can't do this. You're like, for all my homes? How many homes do you own? Like, six? Yeah. like, what? Exactly. So I started I started diving into, like, what mortgage delinquency rates are now. Because yeah. I guess, what was the... That was the big deal about it, right? Mortgage think delinquency it was, rates were at all-time highs. And yeah, I don't want to guess what it was in the movie and be wrong. Let's and see what people it was. Listening, but I think in the movie it was... It was bad if it hit like eighteen, and yeah. it ended up being like forty. <laughs> yeah. So over the two thousand five two thousand eight period, this is Google. Uh, delinquency rates rose from five percent to over twenty two percent. Okay, that's nuts. Wow. Yeah. And then, so this is an article from August tenth that said U.S. mortgage delinquency rates fall to an all time low. So we're at we're just at a, such a weird spot. That's they're so at, strange. It, they're at like yeah. they're at like three point three percent. It it's just so weird though because yeah, it, it makes sense. But like everyone because everyone's at their three percent, four percent. Yeah, rate. why would you let that rate fall through? You it's know? easy to not be delinquent on a on people. Like people that. are figuring yeah. it out somehow. But like, what's it? Did 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 this whole inflation period, this printing money period, like completely flip the real estate? industry to a point where like are, are we ever going to see a dip maybe within the next 20 30 years if if so many of those rates are locked in for 20 yeah. to 30 year rates i mean right? it's gonna be hard like you just you gotta no one's gonna sell because they want to like you just it's all but with real estate like life happens you know like mm -hmm. i think we get caught up as investors like oh, well, people only sell to make money. And it's like, no, like someone gets sick and I got to move across the country. I got a new job. Uh, I need to upsize because I'm having my fourth child. Like mm -hmm. all this stuff happens and the mortgage r rate kind of falls into the less important category to a lot of people, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting period for sure and i think brandon you brought a, a great point like are we ever gonna see this like falling out and i don't i don't know yeah uh, i don't think anyone really knows right now uh there's been a lot of love over the past year there's a lot of predictions that didn't come come true yeah. so we're kind of like you know i think a lot of people are like well shoot i, I was i thought the market was going to mm -hmm. fall by now and they're like i wish what about a year ago because now because prices are have still been rising yeah um yeah. I've, I've consistently been seeing comps in all areas of northwest arkansas rise uh not not nearly as as fast i mean in bella vista i would say it's even it's gone down i i would 
the feeling to me without being data driven which b cell might be looking it up is that chart for you guys. is that bella vista has kind of like maybe slumped off a little bit as far as price per square foot like i just i'm about to close on two in bella vista that are like new builds for like 180 a square foot which is oh, nuts wow. yeah and we had them priced at 210 which they sold all all year round the year before yeah so yeah and i think it's interesting too because you know like we're saying so many people are locked in to their mortgage rates you know new construction is at all-time highs making up almost 40 percent of the real estate sales happening and you know the the interest rate hikes were because were were the fed's attempt to stop inflation and uh, Isaac, tell me if I'm wrong, but the yeah. consumer price index is what kind of tells us if inflation is rising or not. Yeah, it just it's just a it's hard to how they do it doesn't really make sense to me. But if you took a any sort of good like a gallon of milk, a loaf of bread, whatever, and then compared it to that price this time last year, what is it? Mm-hmm. Um, is kind of how it works. I've seen a lot of people say it's conflicting though, and they like to play with it because, and I don't know if this is true, but you know, politics will will always politic. Yeah. It's like, oh, inflation's not that bad. Uh, the CPI was only two percent, and it's like, well, you last year you were showing, uh, I don't know, artisan sourdough bread, and then this year you're comparing it to great value whole white and you're like oh it's only up a dollar and it's like those are the same price like yeah, yeah. you know so i've seen there's a little bit of that going on um but it also doesn't really seem like they're hiding much like every time i get on there they're like hey guys inflation's still bad yeah, yeah like the so, so the august report had i mean we were on a pretty nice uh decline from the peak in june 22 of inflation we've gone down every month uh through june July had a slight uptick. August had a, a little bit bigger uptick. And so it looks like inflation's going right back up based on yeah. the consumer price index. And so in my head, it's like, when does the Fed meet next? Probably pretty soon. Probably going to drop rates again. They're, prob- they're probably going to, yeah. I mean, uh, raise increase, rates. increase. Yeah, sorry. They're probably going to do it again. And then, my gosh, I mean, when is it? When is I it don't end, know. right? I mean, I, don't, I have no idea. And it's an interesting, real estate's interesting because at the, at the same time as it's like a, a buy and sell like what am i trying to say supply and demand market right it's also still very much a good because like it's built with wood and concrete and electric and it costs money and if you just do the math like this is why people like gold and inflation times is like if the thing's worth a dollar and the dollar goes down in value and now one dollar is worth two dollars that piece of gold's worth two dollars and you didn't do anything yeah. So, like, yeah. just by holding assets, which includes real estate, um, inflation going up actually raises the price on paper. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not getting more value because the dollar's worth less when you sell it, but it is going up on paper. Yeah. Right, right. So, yeah, I think that's why, like, I, I kind of not necessarily predicted, but like, just kind of like saw that the writing on the wall for like rates probably increasing even more towards the end of the year mm-hmm. um and that's why i'm i mean we've consen- continued to see rates rise and i think we'll that's why wife and i kind of locked as many homes in while we could yeah um we got we're closing on one next month and then one in december uh that 
uh, the one in December is going to be very interesting. Like if rates are like 9%, that yeah. they can they can have my fifteen hundred dollar earnest money check. Yeah, <laughs> like, is that the yeah. new construction yard? Yeah. yeah. So the the one the one next month is the rates locked. So okay. it's at a five point six. So I'm like, well, yeah. And I, and I think I think the our predictions of like you know if rates go back down in a year and the the buyers are going to flood the market again and and we're going to be sitting in a good spot because we were still buying through these times. But also like what happens if what happens if rates keep rising that causes companies to have to lay off more folks unemployment if unemployment rises to i don't know what percent then does that cause some pain yeah and where you know you you actually see some more delinquencies you see you know whatever else. I, yeah i read a weird article a while back and i don't know enough about economics to know how true it is but it says that this is bad i'm sorry if i'm offending anybody but like for inflation to get under control we need higher unemployment mm-hmm. and it yep. says like people if if everybody's getting paid then they're still spending and if people are spending inflation's going up and we need people to kind of cut back when i say people the country to yeah. cut back its spending yes and the only way that happens is if people don't have money and the only way they don't have money is if they don't have jobs yeah and so it's a it sucks i hate that it's that way yeah. you know if i was the uh, you know economy magician i would snap my fingers and that wouldn't be the case but yeah it was a weird article that's that's interesting well um i'm just gonna do our intro here yeah, yeah. um this is Northwest Arkansas Investing Podcast, episode 21. We're going to do a little episode where we're catching up with the crew, uh, going over what's happened in our lives. It's been a little bit since we've caught up, so let's dive into it. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I just showed this to Brandon. But this is a realtor from Houston, and he made this graph showing um, all the areas in his where he services but then at the top it showed this is really bad podcasting because i can't see this but at the top is like the price scale and then what market he's seeing um broken down and so it just shows like there's no true buyers or sellers market at the time and this isn't northern arkansas obviously this is houston but right. i think it, it's pretty similar to what i saw two months ago when i read this Mm-hmm. And it's like, if it's under a certain price point, it's still very much a seller's market. And then as the price goes up and you have fewer and fewer buyers, it turns into a buyer's market, which yeah. I just thought was a really cool graphic to explain that. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. Um, I'll have, I'll have old boy cut the, the intro at the beginning and then cut the, just stick it in. Yeah. I'll just stick that in. <laughs> DM us if this you right in the middle. Chart, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, guys, what what's been what's been happening in, in y'all's life as of as of recent with uh, your what's going on business wise or personally or what's happening, what's popping? Man, I you know I did something I said I would never do, and I I put money on the Longhorns to beat Alabama oh, week two. Wow, won a bag. That is so, uh, wow. You know, it was cool. Shout out to. Well, I don't know whatever sports book I used, but um, it was one of those ones where it's like, if you lose, we'll pay you back. So I just maxed that sucker out. And I was like, it was like a risk-free bet, and it ended up paying off. That's great. And so me and my wife are going on vacation on uh So now me Thursday. and my wife are going on vacation. I, I, ch- I, changed, uh, I changed the hotel we were staying in because of the money I won. <laughs> so Susan's was like, we're going to go. We were staying at like some little motel, and I was like, you know what? We're going to go get this bed and breakfast. Embassy like, Suites. Can't wait. Yeah. So we're going to 
Glacier National Park. Let's go. Man. Ooh, that'll be oh, fun. I'm excited. Go what's, hang out uh, in Montana. What's the uh, how's how's your deals been as far as yeah. uh, properties that you already have um, management wise? How, how's that all been, dude? It's crazy. Um, I'm I'm starting to. I tweeted about this last night. Like I'm starting to kind of bear the fruits of of what I've been putting out there, and it's like I started where when I had a property instead of doing like what people call like the landlord special like you just do it as cheap as possible and get somebody in it super fast is I spent as much money as possible to do it right and then it was really expensive and I was like oh my gosh I'm losing so much money which losing and spending are different things but in my head I was losing money right and then I spent the next few months kind of you know trimming the fat finding where I could save costs at what was more or less important to the tenants. Um, and then finally I was like super hardcore about answering the phone and, um, any problem that came up, I would have it fixed within 48 hours. Um, and now my tenants, I'm finally for the first time in three years, I'm having a tenant move out. And because it was just been, I, I don't know if it was because they liked the house or I did such a good job being a landlord, but uh-huh. I never had to fill this house. And uh, as I'm looking to fill this house, some, another one of my tenants calls me and is like, hey, we, we love the property so much. Do you have anything else? My friends are looking. And uh, I was able to like get probably above market because I never had to list it. And I was like, yeah, I'll give you this one for this much a month and they're like done sold <laughs> and i was like cool like they, i didn't even have to get comps or anything and yeah. so it was just cool that like you know everything's kind of settling down and doing things right yeah kind of pays off eventually putting in uh putting in some work at the beginning you're seeing some compound mm-hmm. interest to your, to your stuff's, stuff's breaking a lot less because i did it right the first time except i had to empty out i had a dryer that wasn't working yeah and I went out to go do it. I can't. I, I can't even explain how much lint I sucked out of this dryer. It looked like they took the filter out and then ran the dryer oh for a my year. Gosh! Like I had to take the filter out and stick a vacuum in it, and it filled up my vacuum bag. God. I don't. It was. It was so bad. That's insane. It's yeah. So bad. I'm. So. I'm kind of on the front end of a lot of that, but I've been buying some new construction, so that's going to help. Yes. That's going to help in general. But we bought a. Um, we bought a Airbnb in Bella Vista, uh, not Bella Vista, Tulsa. Um, I looked at the pictures of that place. It's gorgeous. It's really, really good. We're yeah. about to get some better pictures too. We got some cool new stuff in there. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of stuff that goes into an Airbnb. I found out that I wasn't yeah. thinking of. Wi-Fi being one of those. Um, yep, didn't think of lawn that. service. I have water sprinklers. I didn't know about. <laughs> uh, toilet paper. Like I, basically, I had to think like I'm moving into this, but I'm yeah. not. And, and like my everything toilet paper, but clothes. everything but clothes goes in this house. And so it's like, okay, our mortgage is, you know, 2350, but our expenses make it to the point where like we need like 28 or 2900 bucks a month to break even because our property taxes out of is since it's a commercial loan, we pay our property mm-hmm. tax straight up and we pay our uh, insurance straight up. So I divided that over 12 and like I kind of, sure. and then you get your, we pay water, electric, gas as well. Mm-hmm. So it's literally like a hotel. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And then the other day, like we're starting to get bookings now. And it's like, oh, two days of 700 bucks. That's awesome. Like, yeah, it's, it makes up for it really quick. Uh, and we'll, or 
we're oiling the machine right now. Sure. And along with a couple other of my properties, like my first two rentals, incredible. Uh, I haven't even heard from them. Like I want my my guy in my second home. I've never heard from. Like I have to drive by to make sure he's still living there. Yeah, like that's amazing. He's, he has a. Uh, the only thing I found is he's got a uh, axe throwing board in his front yard. Like he throws axes at <laughs> in the, the front yard. In the front yard. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I mean, it looks really nice, and none of the neighbors complain. I guess so. But man, it gets you some tenants that you never hear from. Like and that. I had one of my tenants from my first house text me the other day and said, I installed a storm door. I was like, what? what? Send me a picture. It looked beautiful. I was like, that's that's amazing. Awesome. Please text me next time before yeah. you yeah. do anything. But she's she's great. She uh she's she just like treats the property better than I would have treated it. Like she's yeah. amazing. So um that's those are those are the tenants that you don't want to leave ever. Oh like, I've every I've, time they call, it's like I'm gonna fix whatever you got. Yeah. I'll be there t- in two seconds. I will be there right now. I'm on my way. Yeah. Leaving dinner. They're they're amazing. And so I Good. think it's a, it's a high priority on uh having good tenants like there's a deal we just got under contract with uh, one of my clients and i'm putting like a high priority on like being able to find renters too because Mm -hmm. um clients get really upset when they get a deal and then it's like now it's taking two months for me to find a renter and so one of these homes in that that new centerton neighborhood the featherstone with the modern homes it already had a renter the the builder decided to own it and he got a renter in there for 1700 bucks my client's mortgage is going to be 1400 and so i was like dude do this i know you can probably get 1790 but for the 90 bucks like get a renter in there like and make this a seamless process and i think as i we're pushing forward and here in the economies you know people's pocketbooks have tightened up a little bit you know the importance of like having a renter is huge yeah you know you want somebody in there rather than it's sitting yeah i think that's something that a lot of people don't think about um i had to explain my wife didn't get it and i had to explain to her one day because we have a tenant who is um it's a tiny house and it's in an okay neighborhood but he's he pays your first home yeah my first one i got it's um he pays 1250 bucks a month and he should probably be paying like 1400 and so michelle michelle my wife she was like uh are we gonna raise this guy's rent and i was like well on the off chance that he moves out because it's expensive which i don't know where he would go for 1400 bucks and nowhere but he's a fantastic tenant so i didn't want to do it to him Mm -hmm. um but if you raise it by 100 bucks and they move out and it takes you a month to fill it it's a net it's the same yeah there's your year like, of cash you missed yeah. you missed mm-hmm. 1200 bucks in a month to make an extra 1200 bucks and so it's like at that point it doesn't really make sense in my mind if you can raise it by $300 and it's like okay cool that's why but, that's why like in my brain i i for if i'm a tenant i'm not really caring about um $25 raises yes and so like i've kind of taken this approach of like i'm raising rents by like kind of $25 a year yeah and so like it if the market stays the same for a while but if it increases like i'm i'm gonna eventually like keep up with the market if i yeah 25 ish bucks if it's like a really bad economy year i'll like keep it the same um and i've even if there was a problem at one of my tenants homes i've been like hey i'll lower the rent for a month while this is getting fixed so uh, i think it's important to keep good tenants that that's huge um so you're seeing compound interest from your efforts which is amazing um 
little little relaxation for you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just hard to find. I think all of us sitting here and all of us listening, like it's a little bit harder to find deals right now. And it's also a little bit harder to pull the trigger. Mm -hmm. Um, Just I'm very comfortable with my emergency fund and my savings the way it is. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to dip into that to do another deal right now just right. in case I need to use it. So right. I'm sure it'll get there and it's building every month. Like we save quite a bit and I'm sure in the next couple months yeah. I'll have a little nest egg and be like, all right, let's go find something. Yeah. But right now, man, I almost have, I got storage up to 80% uh, auto pay. That's oh, great. So dude, it's, it's pretty sick. And my father-in-law is about to retire and he loves, he's a half owner with me. Uh-huh. And uh, he got his his fun time is going out there on the weekends and fixing it up. <laughs> and so it's like something's broken. I just text him like, "Hey Don, like this door fell off. Come on, it. Come on <laughs> he runs it. out there. He'll go out there for eight hours. Like that's hilarious. It's, so I'm ready for him to retire, and I'm literally just going to be like, "Here's the keys to everything. Yeah, do yep. whatever you want. Paint the place. I don't care. Paint the place. Like, and hopefully it'll be at." 90% auto pay and he'll get to go tinker. So that's yeah. awesome. It's going to be cool. That's big. Brandon, what's been happening in your life? Man, we, uh, we've been spending a lot of time on this, on this house over there in Rogers. Um, just finish, finish the, and, uh, spring tempers. Uh, <laughs> and we, we finished all the demo last week. We finally got some work done yesterday, pulled out some bushes and, and got drop ceiling taken out and stuff like that. But, yeah, it's been it's been. Uh, how high were how high were your ceilings if, after you took the drop ceiling out? Uh, like a foot taller or it, yeah, a, a foot and a half maybe. Foot and a half. I mean, it was it was quite a bit. It yeah. feels like quite a bit right now. Why were drop ceilings ever a thing? That's yeah. insane. It blows my mind. It's blows. I think people were like shorter. I think they're like <laughs> yeah, like they're a little mean, bit more comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, unbelievable. But I've been I've been learning quite a bit through even just the start of this and trying to build a list of of good contractors i think that's important yeah that's huge yeah that that's really big i saw you in a mold remediation suit yeah yeah <laughs> I had, well i did because i had to take insulation out of that drop oh, yeah. I, I was hitting that drop ceiling out and insulation was coming straight down in my yeah. face asbestos and, just, yeah, and yeah. lead paint and yeah i was just stuff, i wanted yeah. to breathe as much of that as i could yeah. <laughs> but uh but yeah so we're we're finishing up that we found uh we found some active termites in there too that's some active yeah yeah so uh active, so that well i i started to hit out the area because we knew there was an issue with this area there was some old masonite it was a little bit squishy when we were and we're yeah there's something in here. We don't know what's going on in here. Well, anyway, we I, I hit it out, and I thought I found a couple termites. And so I had the termite guy over, and he was like, oh, no, you don't got any termites. He's like, there was probably just – I think there was just some ants carrying some eggs. And, uh, and he showed me a picture of some termites. I'm like, no, yeah, that, there were some termites in there. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, go back in there yeah. and check it out. So he kept poking at it and poking at it, and finally he found a couple active termites – yeah. And so he was going to have some more guys over like a few days later and uh and I was finishing up demo in that wall and I hit I hit some out and I had a huge glob of active termites fall out. Uh, so uh anyway, he he didn't act like it was that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, Cuz if you were just going to replace the area and that'd be good. Yeah, lo- yeah, luckily keep your termite policies up to date because they're paying for all of the damages. No That's way. at all, yeah. I'm about so, to say yeah, you'd have had to have a termite policy to close. Yeah. So. Yeah, so they they kept it up from I mean, basically they've had the house since 2010. They've kept it up since then and yeah. I continued it. So Anyway, yeah. So that's your, all, that's all covered. All covered Sweet. luckily. So, uh um, Praise God. Blessing, but but yeah, so we're 
learning through that a little bit. And then, uh, you know, we're about to move back into the parent and her parents' house, my wife's parents' house for I was about to a little ask bit. you where you're living while this is going on. Join the gang. Join yeah, the gang. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so they've, they've been gracious enough to open their home, which is, which is awesome. So we'll, hopefully we'll be able to finish this up in less than a month and then, nice. um, move in. Our tenants move in Friday and, uh, so that's oh. that's big. I'll get the the house ready for him. Uh, we're I'll have the U-Haul there tomorrow. <laughs> that means morning. almost. Yeah, oh, man. dude, it's gonna be a quick turnaround because I'll have U-Haul there in the morning. I'll fill it up, and then in the like four o'clock, the cleaning lady's coming. She's gonna clean it. The next day, I'll give them the keys, and the next day they're moving in. So there's I don't know what turnaround times usually are, but yeah, my dad was like, "That's pretty tight. That's I'm super like, tight." Yeah, Mine's not that. Oh. I'm still struggling to get because me and Michelle just moved out of ours. Yeah. And it's been like a month and a half. Yeah. And yeah. they don't move in until October first and it's still not ready. Dude, it's it's <laughs> yeah, so difficult. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so difficult to just take the time to moving sucks. I yeah. hate I hate moving. Do you, do you have a good moving con are you are you gonna do it yourself? I'm, I'm gonna do well we're you I mean to rent a twenty six foot truck for U Haul is forty bucks. Yeah, it's, which hmm. is nuts. And then my dad said to use movers that U-Haul has, which you can rent them. I don't know what that price looks like, but I think it. I don't know if your dad told me the story or somebody else. I think it was your dad. I'm gonna get him in trouble. I'm gonna out him. <laughs> he hired the U-Haul movers, and they showed up. And the U-Haul movers were like, "Hey, if you cancel this, we'll cut your price by like whatever." So they didn't have to give their like forty percent to U-Haul or whatever. Oh, um, and. Uh, Pay his cash. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not going to out the company. I guess that's not your dad's fault. I'm not going to out yeah, the company. No, no, no. But uh, no, no. your dad was U-Haul's like, U-Haul yeah. definitely listening. They're listening to our <laughs> podcast. He was like, yeah. And he told me how much he paid to move. And I was like, gosh, I would have done that. And I'm like a pretty cheap guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I, the best deal I found was uh, Modern Movers. I think it's because I've sent them clients. He, he does all my stuff every yeah. time for a thousand bucks. Like that, it was like 900 bucks or something. So they like, they wrap it up, saran it, put it in a truck, yeah. move it, and then they they come in. We what just, do they do when they put it in the house? We just point our fingers and they unwrap it, put it together, put it in the spot, and Tori's just basically points her finger and I can go to work. Yeah. Like I don't have to worry about a moving day because they come. Uh, Tori would let them in, point like all this needs to go, and we'd like already have everything labeled. Uh, they'd even box some stuff up, and then they, you know, her and I are really we moved like three or four times now so we're really light like yeah. Yeah, yeah every time we move we like get rid of more stuff and so we're like literally beds dressers and clothes and that's it yeah. so love it that's um cool. but it's it, it that's honestly for a thousand bucks like i'm like every time take my money yeah because i yeah. hate moving. especially if it can get put in and then it's a place and all i have to worry about is like unwrapping stuff and putting the plates up like yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah you really got to think through your your time being as valuable as it as it is, I mean, it's it's worth. Money. You really gotta. It, I started doing stuff like that when I at the end of uh, last year I went and did a what I'm worth per hour spreadsheet and like I was like, here's what I made. Here's about you know when you're in real estate, like I was like, how many hours do you work a week? I'm like, hell, I don't know. Like <laughs> all of all them. of them. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, ah, let's just like. Some weeks I work 20 hours, some weeks I work 60. Like, I don't, let's just say like 30, 35, and then you average it out and you're like, I should not be mowing my lawn. I should not be, you know, all these like small random tasks that like take up my mental energy and space. It's like, it's more worth it for me to go like actually go find somebody a home than like 
to be moving myself out of my home or something like that. You know, yeah, you got to sure. watch over your mental space. So for sure. Be still, I'm pumped for you. Yeah, it's, dude, yeah. it's exciting. So Friday we'll get our, our deposits. Day. Yeah. And our, all that kind of stuff. And then the next week we'll get that next month rent, which is, yeah, it's exciting. That's so. sick, man. I know yeah. this is bad, but every time I get my deposit, I just put it in my bank account and I just never sit, look at it again. Uh, yeah. It's legal in Arkansas. You yeah. can commingle funds. Wait, yeah. okay. So, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know the lo- lo- I don't. Elsewhere, so yeah. Like I, so in Arkansas, I didn't know it was illegal elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't know what states it is, but there's states where you the deposit can't go in like your... So, like, I have my LLC bank yeah. account. I can't, in some states, you can't just put it in there you gotta, and, like, like, and like, give them an IOU. It has to be, like, it's never your money. It's, like, this basically goes, like, huh. in escrow, like... You have a separate bank account. It stays there. You don't touch it. And yeah, because like for yeah. for my first tenant, she's been in there for two years now. It's going to go on three years. Like I'm not going to have twenty two hundred bucks sitting in a random checking account for yep. five years. Like I, it's going to go it, when she wants to move out. I will pay you twenty two hundred bucks out of my, my checking account. account. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have a. I ended up making a bank account for for my deposits just because I got nervous about it before I read into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have quite a bit of money just sitting that I'll never touch. That's deposit money. Yeah, and I'm like. But also, too, like, but with, with that... Isaac wants to buy a new truck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just staring All at All cash, it. baby. Yeah. But, Thanks, but like, what, I mean, with those rules, too, though, you kind of decide whether you keep the deposit or if you give it back to them, right? There's no technically rules on that either, so why no, would it... I'm, I mean, I think technically, like, if they wanted to take you to court and be like, I did this, this, and that, but 99% of tenants aren't, yeah. I've only ever not given a deposit back twice yeah once i had to get a brand new dishwasher because when i was like doing my walkthrough when they moved out there was like whole eggshells and a corn cob corn cob yeah (laughs) it's like it's like they were putting plates that still had food on them in the dishwasher and running it and so like i i went and i i walked through and i turned the microwave on i turned the oven on i turned the washer dryer on i turned the dishwasher on and the dishwasher wouldn't turn on and like oh my God. so i was like what the heck that guy just smoked that yeah, curb he did okay um <laughs> anyways live action here at the studio <laughs> um and so i was like man like why is this not turning on i open it up and it was gross and so i and their deposit wasn't much their deposit was like a thousand bucks and so i went and i hired i went and bought a new one and i hired somebody to install it and i hired somebody to haul it off and throw it away and by the end of it it was like a thousand bucks and so they text me a month later like hey i never got my deposit i was like yeah you trashed the dishwasher <laughs> and they were like oh okay sorry about that like they weren't even mad yeah because they knew they knew it they- yeah and so but most of the time like i never keep it for um like holes in the wall and stuff like i have the drywall repair for it like i'll yeah. go through and wipe it no big deal it's just the appliances the big ticket stuff is the stuff you got to watch out for oh, yeah. there's a giant hole in the wall like that's why most tenants are pretty smart with like hey don't you know install a a window like i'm um, right. don't rip out the oven like i don't know yeah. I haven't had anybody that I've had. Mo, I've had more people leave it better than when they took it over. Yeah, not. That, that's so. that's nice when you do when you're able to do that. Which is like why I love buying decently nice homes, Buy nicer houses, nicer houses, and yeah. new builds because your your tenants coming in there are going to be people that are like probably most likely value. And if yep. you're, you know if you're making enough to pay two thousand dollars of rent a month, you're probably like got some 
that's character and yeah. values behind you that yeah. <laughs> yep. that's exactly what kind of what we're thinking about now is that we've got this renter in our Bentonville house for 2,500 bucks a month. We're going to keep that place spotless. Yeah, yeah exactly. Better and better. So now we're like fixing this one up with the thought process of like, Oh, maybe we do upgrade some things and like, maybe we do put a little bit more on the front end. Like we do this other one to just keep getting these premium tenants yeah. that are going to take care of, the place you got a really good spot brandon i like that area a lot yeah whispering timbers is sick i like yeah. i like yeah that. isaac almost got it almost i almost we were super close to living there oh my yeah. gosh Multiple i mean it, it ended up being like two to five hundred bucks yeah it's five hundred bucks we lost it at five hundred really bucks. Yeah. 20 grand over this price and still lost it by like five hundred bucks yeah it's crazy. crazy but i'm happy where we ended up it all worked out it did yeah, yeah. but lord provides he does that, he, god's good that's awesome yep well um i got it feels like a bunch of stuff happening all the time. Um, I'm more of it in a like busy state of life right now. We just closed on earlier this year. I say earlier, like second half of the year, we closed on our Centerton property. Uh, and then we closed on the Tulsa Airbnb uh, like a month ago. And we're closing on our primary home next month. And then we're closing on another investment in December in the same neighborhood. So we are deploying a lot of capital right now, mm-hmm. um, and which is great because we're living in our, my parents' basement. Um, blessings. blessings. But that, um, it's kind of like yesterday I, I had to, I've been having to say no to things recently mm-hmm. because I can just like, I know when I like feel like my capacity is being pushed. And so I'm at this point where like, kind of like when is enough enough type mm-hmm. feeling and you know, it's it's a blessing to be able to contemplate that but my real estate business is to a point where like I don't even have to necessarily worry about leads coming in it's just like managing the stuff that's flowing in making sure I'm managing the the process and getting it to the finish line um because for for years it was how do I build these relationships that make me money mm-hmm. and now it's like okay I did that you know I put in that that beforehand work yeah. And now I'm seeing the benefits of just like constant repeat customers and um, referrals and all this stuff. And so my, my real estate business is to a point where I don't necessarily have to worry about that. And I have that process ironed out. Attaining assets, which is another thing to think, you know, I'm filling out so many mortgage applications and it feels like everyone's digging into every crevice of your life during these mortgage applications are mm-hmm. like, why do you have 32 bank accounts? I'm like, because I'm OCD and I like seeing my money in different places. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I just, sw- I just switched like labels. I just yeah. switched banks from Arvest to uh, Armstrong bank yeah. here locally. And that through, you would have thought I spit on the mortgage company's face when I told them that because <laughs> they, they were like, you did what? I'm like, I'm allowed to switch bank accounts. It's totally fine. I still have the old ones open. You can go check. But it's like, our down payment's going to be like $18,000. And they're like wanting like every, I'm like, here's an account with blah, blah, blah in it. Like, yeah. feel free to dig. And I'm just, I'm just like, I'm giving them the bank account with like the least amount of transactions. So, cause they can dig into anything. And so, so I'm like, weird. there's like one huge butt deposit on this. And it's like, have fun sourcing that like (laughs) and so all these mortgage applications is stressful because it's like these long processes and they ask you 500 questions Mm -hmm. and then i'm working on a development in bella vista that's taking a lot of my time i'm learning about 
developing um, on a commercial scale, trying to do 20 to 30 units um, eventually. It's like, you know, a year out from breaking ground and it's going to be a two to three year process to get these units done. And so yeah. we're in due diligence period right now of making sure that we can do what we need to do. And that process is, uh, for me and my capacity, intense. I know that going further down the road, I'll look back and go, oh, that was pretty easy. But it is the city of Bella Vista and it's not easy. Mm. I've met with the city three times already. I have to meet with the ACC. Today I'm meeting with the fire department um, at 11 o'clock. The fire department and city planning. Uh, we have to meet with the sewer company and water. And the sewer, I called them four or five times. And they don't even know their own capacity mm -hmm. for this parcel. And what, so yeah. They have to go dig up the sewer line to figure out what their capacity is, which is <laughs> going to be another two weeks. Plus, we're under contract on this land. And the seller is like... Sorry, this is a pain in my ass. Like, yeah. this dude just will not stop calling me, like, thinks that a commercial th three acres should be closed on in 30 days. And, like, just thinks that I'm a piece of crap that I haven't closed on it. And I'm just like, I hate, like, when people are mad at me. That's my personality. Yeah. And, it's like, I've almost had to take this approach of, like, I don't care about your feelings. Like, which just makes me feel like I'm turning into, like, <laughs> someone that doesn't care about people. But it's like, I do care about people. Just it is, you know, I've been getting lots of advice and business is business. Mm -hmm. And we're in our due diligence period. So chill, chill out, dude. Yeah. Um, so that that's really been a stressor. I've, uh, there's been a few times where I've been like, I just want to, like, give this back to him um, yeah. and say, take it. But I've done some more digging and with my partner. And it's kind of like we could just buy it and flip out of it and make 50k each so like it's like worst case scenario we need to close on it um best case scenario it we end up developing on it so that's taken up a lot of my mental capacity and i'm, I'm just like if i just had that gone i could like have a very chill life right now <laughs> and then i got three new builds that i'm trying to get roll that I, I got a couple rolling in bella vista and so it's like i had a couple of guys come to me it's like you build one you know People start coming to you go, yeah, I, I went in on that, which is great. Um, I just, my capacity is maxed out. And I'm just yeah, like, man. guys, I can't. Like, I, I might refer you off to another builder because it's just, I'm in this period of like valuing my mental peace. I need to take a vacation, which we're going on next month to Colorado. Yeah. Um, but I kind of in this period of like, what's enough, enough, managing my capacity, um, trying to get sleep, getting the word. Uh, mm. I think when you're busy like this, I get out of my normal routines and staying in, uh, for me, staying in the scriptures and my relationship with God's big. So yeah. mm. when I'm busy, that kind of falls off. And so managing my relationship with the Lord is huge and uh, making sure that I'm walking in step with the process in this life and not forgetting that, you know, we work and toil on earth for, you know, for what I believe is stuff that really doesn't matter that much. And so... Mm -hmm putting my time and energy just as much towards things that uh, for me matter to eternity. So, Amen. which is a struggle right now when this earthly stuff feels so important. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent, man. I know y'all didn't sign up for that life lesson, but they yeah, just uh, got it. Eternal percent. Hey, <laughs> it, it happens, man. It happens yeah. quick. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, you see people, this, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to get into it, but like Brandon sent me an article of somebody like, died on the golf course the other day and just like it just that's, that's crazy yeah. like just he's just golfing and all of a sudden he's dead so it's like it's uh my dad when he yeah. bought his company um uh, the thing in little rock the new mm -hmm. company yeah 
but I don't know if you guys know the story. I'll just abbreviate the story, but basically he was buying it from this guy and he was three fourths of the way through the process. And the guy just goes into the hospital because he felt bad, ended up dying in like three days. And he was 63, 65. And uh, he, you know, this was going to be his big payoff was a sell of his company. So he could start traveling. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it hit me hard because I was like, gosh, the dude, he just saved up his whole, this was the big payoff. This was it. And then you die. Yeah. And it's like. My, you you better you better live in the now and you better enjoy the now because you you are not promised tomorrow. I mean, nope, being true. being sixty something is dying young. That's Very, right. That's dying young. Hundred percent. Yeah. So, man, enjoy the moment, guys. Yeah. Well, um, on that one. Y'all y'all good on that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Uh, episode twenty one. We're past twenty episodes. We're beating the odds and staying after it. Uh, I bet we're in a small percentile of people that keep it going so uh thank you guys for tuning in hit us up with any questions you can find me zach stanley realtor if you want to give me a five-star google review that helps brandon where can they find you selling was still on instagram brandon still realtor google look me up there you go smoke signal i'm isaac johnson everywhere love you guys love you guys love you guys bye